Hey there, fifth grade scientists. We've got a podcast for you today called Mixtures and Solutions. We are diving into what each of them is and even some tips and tricks on how to separate them. And finally, a cool project you can try at home. All right, first up, what is it? Imagine you are making a mixed drink. You add water to a pitcher, then add a packet of flavor crystals. You take a spoon and stir everything together. Other than a tasty drink, what have you made? Adding these things together forms something called a mixture. A mixture is a combination of two or more substances in which the substances keep their identities. If you sip the drink you mixed, you would taste the flavor that was added to the water. Let's take a salad next, for example. It's a great example of a mixture. Even if they are mixed together, you can still see all the different vegetables inside the salad. Some types of orange juice are made by mixing water with a smaller volume of concentrated orange juice. See, in a mixture, each part keeps its own properties. Have you ever accidentally swallowed some ocean water? If so, then you've tasted a mixture, water and salt. Mixtures can often be separated. If you leave a small dish of ocean water out in the sun, the water will evaporate and a small pile of salt remains. Can you name a mixture at your next meal? Have you ever been to the beach? Take a close look at the sand underneath your feet. If you look closely, you can see that it has many different colors and sizes of particles. You may also be able to see tiny parts of seashells. Also, you have a mixture inside of you. Your blood is a mixture made of water and different types of cells. Some of these cells carry oxygen, others fight off infections. Other parts of the blood help to stop bleeding if you get a cut. Go outside and take a close look at the street. It is another type of mixture. Asphalt made of many different size particles. A heavy machine blends and presses these particles and a type of oil together to make a road. So then all of this talk about mixtures, what is a solution? Some mixtures are obvious, such as a salad. Other mixtures, such as ocean water, are so well blended that it's hard to know they contain more than one thing. A mixture that has the same composition throughout because its parts are mixed evenly is called a solution. Think of lemonade, ocean water, or orange juice. Can you see the different parts that make up these liquids? Probably not. That is because the solids, such as the sugar in the lemonade, have dissolved into the water. These particles are too small to be seen. You can taste them, but you cannot see them. How could you collect the solids? As with the salt water, you could let the lemonade sit out in the sun until the water evaporated. You would be left with a pile of lemony sugar. Ocean water is a great example of a solution. What kinds of things can be found in it? Ocean water has a lot of dissolved salt in it, which is why you cannot drink it. All of the organisms living in the ocean have ways to drink or absorb water but avoid too much salt. Ocean water also has small amounts of other substances including calcium and potassium. Adding food coloring to water is a good way to observe how a solution is made. When the coloring is first dropped in, you can still see it distinctly. But after stirring it, the coloring is spread out evenly in the water. You cannot see where the coloring starts or where the water ends. When you think of solutions, you probably think of liquids. However, solutions can also be mixtures of gases. The solution of gases that you're probably most familiar with is air. 
Nitrogen, carbon dioxide, oxygen, and other gases all mix together to form the mixture you breathe. Do you ever help with dishes after dinner? The soap you use is a solution. It has several different things mixed together that help get the dishes clean. All this talk about mixtures and solutions. What if you want to separate mixtures? You know that mixtures are combinations of matter where each part keeps its own properties. Think back to the salad we talked about earlier. What kinds of things did you see or could you see in a mixture like this? Now imagine you want to remove all the carrots and the cucumbers from the rest of the salad. Sometimes solutions need to be separated. There are several different ways that this can be done. Some of these ways involve the use of advanced equipment while others can use very simple methods. For example, how would you separate vegetables out of a salad? Probably a spoon or a fork. How about if you have a pile in your garage of metal and non-metal tools and little tidbits? How could you separate out the metal from the non-metal? Well, probably could use a magnet. When particles are so well mixed together that other separation methods just simply won't work, sometimes scientists have to resort to very advanced techniques. For example, DNA is the part of your cells that carry the code for all your traits. Because there's so much of it inside each cell, scientists need to separate different segments to be able to read it. They do this by sending electricity through a gel that has segments of DNA at one end. The different size segments travel through different lengths along the shell, creating a DNA fingerprint. You could do something like this. I'm going to give you a little experiment. We're going to call this one Colors on the Move. So you're going to use your knowledge of mixtures and solutions to separate a mixture. It's called paper chromatography, and it's a way that scientists separate different pigments. Inks and dyes are often made from different pigments mixed together. Your job will be to separate them. You're going to need scissors, filter paper, a black marker, and a non-primary color pen. Five clear 100 milliliter beakers, tape, several pencils, ruler, and water. Using scissors, cut several strips of your filter paper. Using the black marker, draw a large dot about one half inch up from the bottom. Do the same thing using the other pens on the other strips of filter paper. Tape the strip to a pencil so that it will hang down into a cup. Pour water into the cup until it barely touches the bottom of the strip. Let the strip hang until the color has traveled most of the way up the filter paper and observe. Today we talked a lot about mixtures and solutions. Your final task as you're moving forward is to think about maybe your desk at home or a drawer in your house that's completely messy and unorganized. Think about how you would separate out your items as your final task. Great talking with you scientists. Thanks for joining us on Mixtures and Solutions. We will see you soon. Bye-bye.